Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is a leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at more than 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools and data that helps power their emerging markets business strategies. The focus of today's podcast is optimizing distribution relationships in Turkey. My name is James Waterson and I'm a client relationship director here in EMEA. I will be moderating today's podcast. I'm joined by Zeynep Kosireglu, who is Turkey and Amina analyst at FSG. As a reminder, this podcast and all of FSG's content is available via our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. Zeynep, welcome and thanks for joining me today. I'd like to talk about your recent work on optimizing distribution in Turkey. But before we get into that, I want to ask you why we are talking about distribution today and why do you think it's important to talk about distributor relationships in Turkey? There's a very important reason for that. A number of trends have actually been impacting the political and the economic environment in Turkey as well as the operating environment for multinational companies. These have created an uncertain, a slightly uncertain outlook for uh, Turkey's short to medium term future. Now, we know that Turkey is already a very competitive market. Uh, and very significantly price-focused, that is. And we also know that we that competition is increasing very much so, especially from emerging market companies. And um, in the past year or so, we've seen uh, serious fluctuations in demand, both in terms of consumer demand and business demand. And that's been because of uh, high inflation, political uncertainties, uh, currency volatility, which, by the way, is, of course, very um, important for planning and and uh, implications on our bottom line for our clients. In the past uh, year or so, since uh, March 2014, we've had a pretty long electoral cycle in Turkey where political and economic uncertainties were very much uh, profound. So this environment has a, a special impact on the profitability of our clients. Multinational companies can react to this environment and, and profitability issues in, in many ways. They can um, look at their pricing strategy. They can think about new product lines, new marketing campaigns. But what is often overlooked is how a multinational company's relationship with distributors could also play a critical role in maintaining performance in this environment. And we want to highlight the need to concretely manage and support distributors in Turkey to remain competitive in this environment because we don't expect high growth to come back anytime soon. So what what are our distributors going to do about this upcoming uncertain and muted growth environment? Yes, um, definitely. This is um, distribution management is definitely an area of concern we we hear often from our client base. Uh, We hear complaints around distributors' inability to grow market share, ineffective or, or insufficient brand building strategies and ability to protect price premiums, disagreements over margins, etc., and many other reasons. Um, I can see now that some of these issues could be more acute in Turkey's current environment. Um, So I'm looking forward to some of your recommendations for our clients. Could you give us an overview of your findings and recommendations? Um, For example, how should our clients start thinking about approaching their distribution relationships? 
Of course, of course. And firstly, I want to highlight what we always emphasize uh, at FSG, and that is correctly evaluating ourselves and our distributors, and by ourselves, I mean multinational companies. This is the initial step we need to get right. Before we even talk about how to improve the performance of distributors, we need to talk about correctly finding the insufficiencies that we need to address. And that is why in our optimizing distribution report, we have tools for our clients to evaluate their distributors, uh, not on not necessarily on performance, but on their capabilities, because sometimes previous sales numbers of a distributor can be misleading about their capability to navigate uncertain economic times or remain competitive in changing environments. So we need to evaluate their ability to navigate this upcoming period. And afterwards, I believe it's equally important for our clients to evaluate themselves. We are, what are our clients, what our multinational companies doing to support, guide and correctly set expectations for their distributors. I see that's very interesting. Could you give us a sense of what kind of capabilities we're talking about here? At this point and and in our report, we focus on the key capabilities a distributor must have to successfully differentiate your product in Turkey's competitive environment and protect your price premiums. For example, the success of of the partner's sales strategies. How are they resisting downward price pressures? Are they correctly anticipating demand? Are they managing their pipelines correctly? How is their customer segmentation? Are they segmenting customers based on profitability? We look at their success in demand generation. Are they engaging in marketing and branding for you? If so, are they successful in in that? Or are they adapting these strategies to the new outlook? Uh, Are they reading the market correctly? Um, And giving you the correct local information that can help you transform your strategy in the market? How are their value-added services? Are, are their customer services reflecting your quality and ensuring that you know the higher prices you charge are being justified in the market? So a lot of um, different capabilities we look at, their market growth strategy as well as their uh, management of, of uh, FX volatility as well. Thanks, Zainab. Definitely a lot of concrete capabilities we're talking about. Um, and as I understand, after determining these capabilities your distributors lack... Our clients must then figure out the best way to develop their engagement with these distributors uh, to really help them improve their capabilities. Is that correct? Yes, yes, exactly. We talked to a number of our experienced clients in Turkey, other multinational companies in the country, other executives, as well as Turkish distributors to come up with the best practices employed by multinational companies in supporting their distributors' capabilities, specifically directed to protecting price premiums and profitability in Turkey. So I know you've done quite a bit of primary research for this analysis. What are some of these key findings uh, you'd like to share with our clients? Mm-hmm. Well, we found some key common practices that have led to positive results for uh, multinational companies. Overall, what we're seeing, of course, is um, that increasing communication and cooperation with distributors and increasing um, mutual support between the distributor and, and the multinational company uh, really creates certain advantages for multinational companies when they want to guide and further influence their the position of their product and, and certain sales strategies around that product in the environment that we are in in Turkey. Uh, so more specifically, uh, we've seen that companies that can jointly set targets with their distributors 
or at least involve their distributors at a much earlier or much longer stage uh, of that process that have found it uh, quite successful to uh, maintain that, that ability of the distributor to actually hit those sales targets. We have seen that a lot of multinational companies do support their distributor in terms of foreign exchange volatility. And this is not only financial support we're talking about, but we do provide more detail in the report. We've seen that emphasizing corporate values in connection to customer services has been an important strategy employed by some companies, as well as training the distributor's sales personnel. Again, uh, not just your conventional trainings, but we'll talk about that later as well. Focusing on the distributor's ability to manage pipeline and inventory management processes and actually supporting them on that is very important, uh, as well as, and this is a very interesting one, I find, um, making human capital investments one of your KPIs for distributors, participating in distributor sales process for certain key accounts. So there are a lot of uh, different actions we've we've compiled in the report. That's a, that's a pretty substantial list of uh, different areas. Uh, yes, there's, there's quite a bit there. But we should remember that companies don't have to do all of these. It is more important to correctly identify which capabilities the distributors are lacking and focus on developing those. Yes, that, that makes sense. And, and in order for us to better visualize and understand what these look like in practice, could you give us an example of one of these in action? Sure. Well, there were many interesting best practices we come, we came across in the research, uh, and we outlined the details of how to execute each action with practical examples in the report. But I think I'd like to give an example of how to manage the impact of currency volatility by cooperating with your distributor, because this uh, is always seen as an issue where companies don't have much control over, and, and that is true, but there are still certain things the multinational companies can do to m- at least minimize the impact uh, on uh, their sales and profitability. We actually talked to a technology company um, that has different types of customers uh, in Turkey. They participate in large uh, public tenders, they sell to individual um, consumers, they sell packages to, to businesses, then also have a lot of uh, quite a few distributors that focus on, on selling to these specific um, customers. They also have, and this is very interesting to, to note, an interesting evaluation mechanism where the Turkey team, the Turkey GM and the Turkey sales managers of this company are not devalu- not uh, evaluated on the sales that they do to the distributor, but actually the sales of the distributor to the end customer. So basically, the local teams and the distributors' um, incentives are aligned on, on the end, uh, end policies and, and pricing policies and sales strategies, etc. So when in early 2015, this company faced a lot of foreign exchange volatility in Turkey, there they became quite um, expensive for some of their clients and uh, the Turkey team of this company started to worry about whether their distributors could correctly manage this and uh, correctly reflect it either in their pricing, could they correctly increase uh, those prices or would they be um, providing inefficient sales promotions to some of their customers. So what the local team wanted to do was work closely with their distributors to to devise different pricing strategies to each uh, customer. And they could do this because they were already closely working with a lot of other strategies that this was not seen as an encroachment to the distributor's kind of day-to-day process uh, in the market. So what they've done is, for example, worked with distributors to provide temporary promotions to consumers and um, SMEs. Whereas on the other hand, they worked with the distributor to make sure they have the good marketing strategies and keep the, their prices to uh, large uh, corporate accounts. 
and they also then devised special discounts to key public tenders so that they could still compete um, against the kind of low price pressures from the government. So what have they've done is not only um, control who their prices were reduced to when they became too um, kind of or less competitive when the exchange rate devalued significantly. And they also made sure that these reductions were temporary so that they could increase their prices again and not destroy their end prices and maintain profitability for the rest of the year. That is indeed very interesting. Um, Not a perfect fix, but a good way to minimize the impact on your end prices. What I lastly want to touch upon is the training you mentioned. I I think that some of our clients would either already be doing this or the opposite, wouldn't want to be allocating resources to conventional sales training for their distributors. Could you give us a bit more detail about how some companies are training their distributors and what this looks like in practice? Yes, yes, you're exactly right. One of the actions that we do outline in the report is about um, training the distributor's sales personnel. But I want to underline two things here. The first is that we're not talking about a narrow product training because most companies are already doing this. And we are also not talking about conventional sales training. Most of our companies or clients do expect that their distributor have good sales skills and they wouldn't want to be you know, increasing their resources there. But what we want to emphasize is how multinational companies can help their distributors refine those techniques, specifically to be able to support higher prices, and specifically to be able to maintain that differentiation of their product against uh, much cheaper alternatives. For example, putting trainings on a regular cadence helps manage busy schedules and ensure correct training is done at correct times. For example, um, making sure certain trainings are done before high, high sales activity periods is very important. And what's equally important is focusing on on very particular topics in these trainings. Uh, For example, competitor information in parallel to these new product features that you might be training your distributors with. It's very important to help those distributors uh, learn more about your competition, competition in the market and use that information to justify your higher prices. A second important uh, topic to include in these trainings is um, possibly sharing best practices between either your headquarters, what you see in other markets, uh, and your local distributors in Turkey, or um, or using yourself as an informal um, facilitator of best practices across your different distributors, and making sure that any best practices employed to dif- differentiate your product are rolled out across your different distributors. And the third one is a focus on, for example, customer segmentation. And this is uh, very important and sometimes overlooked by a lot of uh, distributors in Turkey. But focusing on whether your distributors are correctly segmenting their customers, focusing on the most profitable ones, it will be very important um, in this upcoming environment. And of course, lastly, if there are any changes to regulations, any macroeconomic risks that uh, some of your distributors are tracking but others are not, these are very important um, or useful moments to share that information across. I see. Definitely a lot of room for refining distributor training then. In our Optimizing and Distribution in Turkey report, our clients can find more details about how companies have and can go about training distributors as well as information on the other best practices we talked about today. Turkey's coalition negotiations have been quite constructive so far, but regardless of the government we get, we will have many controversial domestic issues to solve, as well as geopolitical and international financial risks to manage in the coming months. So, ensuring your distributors are performing to their best will be critical for maintaining not only sales, 
but also profitability in this uncertain environment. Zainab, thank you. As a reminder, you can speak with Zainab or any of the FSG analysts by reaching out to your client relationship director. You can also access FSG content through our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast, and until we until next time, we wish you great outperformance in emerging markets.